This is a Federal News Network podcast. Chief information officers have a lot of authority under federal law, and the Army's brand new CIO says he fully intends to use them. The Army will soon stand up a new governing body to oversee a more disciplined approach to IT spending. As part of the latest reorganization, the Army is looking to weed out legacy systems and make sure it sticks to the IT spending levels it's promised Congress. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details on what CIO Raj Iyer calls a ruthless approach. Late last year, the Army reorganized its IT leadership structure, splitting apart what had been the CIO G6 organization. It created a full-time civilian CIO, responsible mainly for strategy, policy, and governance, and a separate general officer position, mainly in charge of execution. Raj Iyer, who became the new CIO two months ago, says the result is the most empowered CIO the Army has ever had. He says one of his first tasks is to eliminate outdated policy structures. To me, if, if there is a commander out there in the field that wants to leverage technology to meet their mission outcomes, and there's some policy that's standing in the way, to me, that's the first thing we're going to go after, right? That just cannot be. Now, obviously, we'll have to make sure that we balance that against risks and cyber risks and, and, and acquisition laws and everything else and you know that we have to comply with. But I believe today the Army continues to be hampered and constrained by by legacy policies. Another problem, Iyer says, inadequate IT governance structures. Over the years, because the Army did not have an empowered CIO, the decision-making and the responsibilities has been, has essentially gotten so distributed across the Army that there, you know, when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to looking across our portfolios, whether it's the budgeting process or whether it's how we provide oversight into programs of record, or how we look at legacy system divestment, or how, what, what and when we're going to move to the cloud. So many of those decisions have gotten distributed um, down to levels. And, and that has, again, what that has led to is, in my mind, suboptimal decisions, right? Because commanders make decisions that are important from their perspective, and that's absolutely what they need to be doing. But it doesn't lead to an enterprise approach. Ayer's proposed solution is to stand up a new governance body called the Army Digital Oversight Council, or ADOC. The CIO would chair that council, but it would serve as something like a board of directors for Army decision-making in the digital realm. It would report directly to the vice chief of staff of the Army and the Army undersecretary. Besides the CIO, its membership would also include major commands and other IT stakeholders throughout the Army. The charter is prepared. I am socializing that with my peers at the three-star uh, to make sure we have buy-in. Because remember, this is all about change management, right? This is this is asking the Army to do something that it has never done before. And so I'm taking the time to talk to my peers and to the four-star commanders to get their buy-in. The, our former secretary was ready to sign it, but uh, I'm going to actually wait for the new administration to come in to get that formalized. Meanwhile, you know, I'm doing... Um, I'm having good conversations, informal discussions, and I can tell you it's been very, very positive. Everybody wants a CIO. Now the, the, ta- the challenge is going to be we have to deliver, right? And, and so there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of expectation. And, and so it's definitely made uh, my job easier in selling my role. If the Army's new top leadership approves the new governance structure, one of its major functions will be to deliver more agency-level budget oversight to programs the Army is already spending money on. Ayer says as of now, the decentralized nature of Army IT spending means many different programs spend more money than they'd planned to in the year of execution. Collectively, those individual decisions cause the Army to overspend its IT budget by about $2 billion every year. You know, we're looking at about $14.5, $15 billion that we budget for on an annual basis for IT. 
And I look at how much we spend for IT in a year, and it's about $2 billion more than that. So we, we budget 14 or 15, and we spend 16 or 17. So what contributes to that? And is that sustainable? Obviously, we can't. But decisions are being made in year of execution, either because programs have cost overruns, they have scope creep and changes in scope, uh, changes in schedule, changes in priority. And oftentimes, these decisions are made at levels that where people don't really look at what that means to the IT budget and what that means to our growing IT budget over the years. And so that is one of the top priorities that I have been asked to take, you know, get a get a handle on is how we can control our growing cost of IT. But that means that, you know, we as a CIO now have to provide that oversight by working with the acquisition community, by working with the PEOs, by working with the army commands. So we're there to to ask the tough questions. Ayer says he also plans to take a more active role in some of the areas where the Army spends money on information technology but haven't traditionally been part of the CIO's portfolio. He says historically, the CIO G6 organization spent most of its time thinking about building and sustaining the Army's networks. Going forward, most of that responsibility will fall within the purview of the new Army G6, Lieutenant General John Morrison. The new Division of Labor will give the CIO's office more time to focus on the Army's three other IT mission areas. I'm so happy to have him as my partner in crime when it comes to the network, right? Because that is just the one part of my portfolio. The CIO's portfolio is the network, right? And that's about four and a half, five billion dollars a year that he owns and he's going to modernize. And, and there's some absolutely wonderful things that, that the network cross-functional team and our PEOs, EIS and C3T are doing to modernize the network, right? And that has to get done. But then I also have to worry about the business systems portfolio, right? So that means that's me working with the Office of Business Transformation. And that is a huge component. That includes things like how we're going to converge our enterprise business systems through the EBS convergence effort. And that is strategically of importance to us as, as we look at converging and modernizing our business systems portfolio. It's looking at what is happening in our Intel portfolio, right? That's working with the IC community and the Army G2 that runs the Intel domain for us in the Army. And then finally, there's a real big part in the Army is a warfighter mission area. And so, so when you look at these four major portfolios, that constitutes the Army's IT portfolio. And to date, the CIO G6 in the past really had focus on one of the four pillars, which was the network piece of it. So what I'm really happy to do now is to outsource that, so as to speak, to General Morrison, absolutely the best guy to get this job done. And while he's looking at that, I provide oversight over the network and well as the other three portfolios. And I can make those hard trade-off decisions across those portfolios. A foundational part of the way the CIO's office will make those trade-off decisions is an embrace of technology business management, or TBM. That approach is widely used in private industry, and the Office of Management and Budget has been pressing federal agencies to adopt it for years, but it's never quite taken hold in DOD. We are going to mandate the use of TBM across the Army to make sure that our IT investments are aligned to mission outcomes, right? So this is a framework that we can use. It comes with industry standard metrics and key performance indicators for how we measure ourselves. No reason why we have to go invent this on our own, right? It's, it's out there as an industry best practice. So we're looking at, at leveraging that and adopting that framework. And it's going to help us make some really hard decisions on how we want to divest our portfolio. We're going to look at how our IT budget are all 16, 18, 20 billion dollars, whatever the number is, aligns to the three army priorities, right? Which is people first, readiness, modernization.
if it doesn't align to those three, why are we spending any money on those systems and programs? So that hard, what I call ruthless rationalization of our portfolio is one that I'm going to be focused on uh, from an enterprise perspective this year. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.